Welcome to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. We're going to talk today about something that you more than likely will experience. And we're talking about your ticking tax time bomb. It's ticking right now. Can you hear that? Yep, it's happening. And you have a major tax issue probably in your future. I want to talk about it today on the Invest Well Show. All right, so what am I talking about? Ticking tax time bomb. Well, you know, you say, Mike, I, I pay taxes. I know that. Are you talking about the administration and, and them changing taxes? Well, that's part of it, but it's not the only thing. You know, when you take a look at your life, if you evaluated your life and you evaluated your money and you categorized your money, you say, okay, what buckets to, does my money fall into, right? You may have money that is, oh, well, let me just kind of do it this way when we start out for simple education. You may or may not be aware of this, but money falls primarily into two different buckets, okay? Now, I'm not talking about where you invested or the investments or anything like that, whether it's stocks, bonds, annuities, mutual funds, or real estate. I'm not talking about any of that right now. What I'm talking about right now is the fact that money falls primarily in two different buckets, okay? The first bucket is the non-qualified bucket, and that is the bucket that is non not qualified to be taxed. That's the Michael Wall definition, okay? <laughs> it is not qualified to be taxed, okay? That means that's money that you've earned. Uh, let's say your income's $100,000 a year, just a simple math, right? And you're in a place where out of that income, you take uh, 10000 a year and you save it. Maybe your income's a million dollars a year and you take 100000 a year out and you save it, okay? And you put it in your bank and you put it in your checking account or savings, whatever. That money has already been taxed because you took it out as income. Now, if you own a business, maybe you take a distribution out of your company. But the point is, is it's any money that's already been taxed, that now is non-qualified money. And then that money, anytime you invest it somewhere, can grow, and it will only be taxed in a capital gains status. Now, there is short-term gains and long-term gains, depending on you know, when it when it's uh, sold or bought, that kind of thing. So you want to focus on that. But I just want you to understand that you have non-qualified money, which is money that is not qualified to be taxed. The growth of it um, is the only thing that is taxed. So if you put $100,000 of savings from your income in, a, in, a, in an account and it grows by 10%, and now that value is 110000 the only thing that's taxed now in the future is the ten grand because you already paid tax on the hundred. Qualified money, qualified money is the other type. So you got non-qualified, and then you got qualified. Qualified money is the money that is qualified to be taxed. That's your 401k money. That's your 403b money. That's your IRA money. Uh, that's maybe a 457 plan if you have that at work, right? This is money that you put aside every single year, and when you put a little bit aside. You know, maybe you put five or ten or fifteen or twenty or fifty, whatever thousand a year away and saved that money that you saved every year. What happens is, is you got a tax break, right? When you saved it, your CPA said, "Hey, guess what? If you put twenty thousand this year or forty thousand this year or whatever into this IRA or into a four hundred one k, you will not have to uh, pay taxes on that money. So you get a tax break." and a tax savings as you put money into that type of an investment. But 
because you haven't yet paid taxes on that money, all of that money grows tax, what's called tax deferred. Now, here's what that essentially means. That means if you have an IRA account or a 401k account or a 403b account or some type of a retirement account, let's say you got 100,000 or 500,000 or a million or 50 million, it doesn't matter what the value is, as that money grows, it all grows tax deferred. Now, this is where we kind of intersect with your ticking ta- uh, tax time bomb. Because I think, I think if, our, if we step back and we say, okay, let me think about this for a minute. Would I rather pay taxes? It's, it's almost impossible to avoid taxes altogether. Now, there is some complex strategy that we can bring to the table. And we have brought to the table some of the other companies you may know in my other life. We have several financial companies. We've been helping families for almost 20 years. And if you've got questions about that, head over to leanonthewall.com. They also sponsor this show. Uh, again, leanonthewall.com. Head over to check more about them. There's adva- advanced strategy for high-income earners and business owners. But for the traditional person that's making a couple hundred thousand a year and under, okay, and they're putting money into an IRA and they're putting money into some type of uh, uh, work or 401k type account, that money is growing tax-deferred, as I mentioned. So the question is, Would you rather pay taxes on a smaller amount? This is not a trick question, by the way. Would you rather pay taxes on a smaller amount, or would you rather pay taxes on a larger amount? Now, let me break this down for you. If you have $100,000 and you had to pay taxes on it right now, and it was your ordinary income type account or or qualified type monies like retirement type account, and you pulled all of that out right away, you would pay as much as up to 37% in taxes on that money. Now, that's based on your income and levels and where you are. But just as an example, you would pay as much as up to 37%. So in that scenario, you could pay as much as $37,000 in taxes on that money. Now, that's federal tax, okay? If you live in a state that has state income tax... Well, now you got to add that on top of that. There might be an additional 4% or 5% or 7% or 8% or whatever it may be on top of what we just mentioned. But let's just say you only have federal. Let's say you live in Florida or Texas or Tennessee that has no state income tax, okay? And so now you say, okay, geez, $37,000 on that $100,000 in taxes. I don't really like that, but I understand it, okay? The important part of that, by the way, is you got to understand that you actually only have $63,000 in that $100,000 account, as an example. The government's got $37,000. That's the key metric. Now, if that $100,000 grows, and let's say it turns into a million, well, now that million dollars is still growing in a tax-deferred status. Well, now let's fast forward and do a little, little bit of math again, and let's assume that the, that the tax rates have not changed. We know with the coming administration, they probably will change, uh, but they, let's assume that they do not change for a minute, for simplistic's sake. Well, now all of a sudden, that million dollars that's in this retirement-type account, 401k, 403b, or, or IRA-type monies, when you pull it out, will be taxed. Now, you might say, well, I, I'm not going to pull all of it out at once, 
Okay, I get that. So maybe you won't pay 37%. Maybe you pay 20% or 25%. But the bottom line is the value that you have in those accounts, those retirement-type accounts, if they're being managed correctly, are growing. And as they grow, so does your tax time bomb. There's nothing that you can do to avoid paying more taxes in the future if you just let the account grow. So what should you do? Well, in my personal opinion, I really believe with all of the debt that we have on the system right now, I mean, all you got to do is go to usdebtclock.org. I've referenced it at times past on this show and see the national debt is growing by about $100,000 every three seconds, right? So we got a lot of debt on the system. And one of the things that I was just reading here from CNBC, it's kind of interesting talking about the Fed and their open market policy and their commitment of basically keeping interest rates near zero and still putting about $120 billion, with a B, $120 billion a month into what they call their asset purchase program. Well, what is that? Well, that's basically them putting money into the economy through buying treasuries. And the challenge at this stage in the game is we don't need any more of that money. Stop it. Stop putting money into the economy because it just creates an opportunity in the future for hyperinflation. Well, all of that to be said, when all of these things occur, what we know is that can be a detriment, especially on IRA and retirement type accounts. So my encouragement for you is this. You got to start thinking strategically about not just how much can I make on my money. That's a great conversation. Yeah, you want your money to grow. Of course you do. You wouldn't invest it. You wouldn't take the risk if you didn't want it to grow. That's a, kind of a no-brainer thing, right? But what a lot of people are not thinking about, and this is one of the reasons that we've had multiple conversations about this. You know, in previous InvestWell shows, I talked about the financial transaction tax that could be coming. I talk about the new wealth tax that could be coming. And oftentimes people with, you know, a couple million dollars and under do not necessarily equate themselves <clears throat> with being wealthy. Somebody with a couple hundred thousand dollars and under certainly oftentimes won't equate themselves with being wealthy. But if you have money that's been invested in some type of a retirement account, you're using government roles to your advantage to save money in taxes. And because of that, they say, hey, we gave you the opportunity to save money in taxes. So at some point in time, we, want to, we may want to take that opportunity back, right? It's like talking to your kids and your kid uh, says, hey, dad, can I borrow the car? And you give him the keys and you drive down the road and he comes back and he says, thank you. He says, I'd like to give you uh, keys to this car back. And you're like, wait a minute, are, are those my keys? <laughs> I think that's my car that I let you borrow and I paid for the gas and all that goes with that. So what happens is anytime the government gives us a role or regulation or benefit, there's typically always something else on the other side. So we got to find the loopholes and we got to find out what's happening. So my recommendation is this. You need to have a serious conversation and thought process and get different advice or maybe even planning around your monies. So that way the focus on your investment account is not just on what did I make this year. Listen, if you make 8% or 10% or 20% or 50%, that's wonderful. 
But what are you doing to prepare for potentially 20 to 25 to 30 to 40 to 50 percent in taxes? And oh, by the way, how does that affect your future retirement if you have significant taxes that you have to take out as you're taking out income along the way? So looking for ways to strategically move, big word, so I got to say it again, strategically move into tax planning is huge. I really just kind of want, this is kind of like a public service announcement in all reality with this show. I wanted to make you aware because I know a lot of people are skating around the thought process of taxes, but they're really not fundamentally making any changes with their investment structure. And if you're not willing to make changes, you're not going to see any changes. And when the taxes rise, guess what? You're going to be one of those folks that ends up paying more than you need to in taxes. So listen, I want to challenge you to reach out to leanonthewall.com. Check the team out. Uh, They sponsored this show. They've done a great job helping families for over 20 years in a variety of different capacities. Get a different look on what you're doing with your investments and create some strategy that you can do to eliminate taxation in the future. By doing that, if you eliminate taxes, here's one big quick kind of for free I'm going to give you. If you take this strategy to do that, here's what happens. Here's one of the big benefits. Anytime you've created tax strategy, And then you take income from your portfolio and the income that you're taking is not taxed. What that means is, is you actually don't have to take as much money out of your account for your income. Why? Because you don't have to pay any taxes on it. In other words, if you need to take $10 out, but you got to have three of that $10 go to the government. Well, now you only actually get to keep seven. So if you actually need 10, what that means is you need to take more like 13, you see? What that does is you start to liquidate your account faster because it's not tax efficient. This is a huge conversation that not many people are having, and that's why I wanted to take a minute and share this with you on the Invest Well Show today. Well, listen, as always, I want to make sure if you're watching on YouTube, Make sure you like and subscribe. Share this show with someone that needs to hear it. This is a massive conversation because there are millions and millions and millions of people in America that have retirement-type accounts, and they are not thinking about this at all. They're thinking about how can I protect my money and how can I grow my money. But another key part of this conversation is how can I reduce taxes on my wealth? Hope this leaves you well. As always, my desire is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a blessed one. and We'll talk to you next show. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.